So today we have a special guest. I know you guys want some more guests on here. So today uh, we have the one and only uh, Adam from Wolf of HVAC. So let me put him on real quick. Hey, man. There you go. <clears throat> Can you see me? Yeah, we're good. Uh, how are you doing? All right. Good, good, man. How you been? I'm doing pretty great. Uh, you know, work's been easy these, these past uh, week or so. We've had nothing but maintenance little bit of AC calls last week. I don't know about you guys. Are you guys, uh, or how are you staying busy? Um, right now, just maintenance contracts. If we have any maintenance contract with people, we stay busy calling up people for maintenance. Um, here in California, it hasn't been that busy as for heat or air conditioning. Because, you know, the weather is kind of cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, recently started raining. So people start freaking out about their heaters not working. So yeah, it's now, a little slow. Now you're from California, right? So what part are you from? LA, Los Angeles. LA? Oh, mm -hmm. really? Right on. Yeah. All right. So uh, if you guys don't know this guy, this is Adam. He's on TikTok. I've seen him on Instagram now. Does a lot of cool content. Uh, more on the funny side, and which I appreciate. Like I really like uh, watching you and uh, Vinny over on TikTok. So those... You, you too, and I think Casey. I don't know if you know Casey. Casey, yeah. You 650. know, yeah. Um, you guys are awesome over there on TikTok. So if you just want to, you know, introduce yourself, you know, your name, where you're based out of, uh, the kind of work that you're that you're doing. Okay. All right, guys. So I'm Adam. Uh, if you guys don't know me, I'm in LA, California. Uh, I'm a residential tech, uh, service tech, mainly residential, nothing commercial. Uh, nothing like this big guy right here, Adrian. I don't, I don't mess with that <laughs> stuff. Um, mainly, I guess on TikTok, I try to do funny stuff. Um, I try to do videos of me doing repairs, but they don't get that many views, so I decided to stick <laughs> to comedy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm mainly a service tech. I'm not an installer. I never done an install. Um, I never claimed to do an install. So that's pretty much me. So I, okay, so. At the company that you're at with now, how long have you been there? <coughs> I've been with the company about three years now. And is that where you started or did you start somewhere else? No. So I started as um, about four years ago. I started as a commercial first when I was in, uh, when I was in school. Before I graduated uh, HVAC school a month before that, I started as a commercial or at a commercial company as an apprentice. Um, okay. did it for like a, did for that company, actually, I, for the first company, I did it for like six months. Um, the boss that I had wasn't the best, so I decided <laughs> to leave and it was mainly commercial only, like nothing, no residential, mainly refrigeration, walk-ins, freezers, ice machines from that nature. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, I decided to leave there and then I worked for another company, um, who's also commercial only. And then okay. I worked there for like a few months and then mm -hmm. COVID hit. When COVID oh, okay. hit, because he was also commercial and mainly restaurants, you know, it affected okay. a lot of restaurants. So he had to close the business. One day I was waking up, getting ready to leave. He called me. He's like, hey, I lost so many accounts. I can't Dang. hire you anymore. So that's when I switched to residential. And, and that's so weird because we like we do restaurants mostly too. But I don't know. Maybe it's because we have bigger... We, we focus 
like when we started, we take, you know, the, the small local places mm-hmm. and uh, things like that just to get just to get out there and start doing work. But we focused on getting like bigger accounts. So we have a lot of na- uh, national accounts, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, the fast food chains and, and stuff like that. So when the pandemic hit, we didn't really have that issue. We we took a few days off just so that we're going to do. And of course, uh, they weren't letting us like out of our house, you know, for that week or whatever. And the uh, once they said it was okay, like for us to work, we went back to work. We, like I said, we got a few days off. Uh, Restaurant mm-hmm. stayed open. You know, people needed to eat, and uh, we never we never slowed down. So we did pretty good throughout the whole thing. Well, I, I guess you guys are when COVID happened. You guys in Texas were more flexible than California. He was he's probably he was pretty crazy. Yeah, probably because, uh, I mean, we had all we had a lot of restrictions and stuff, but like restaurants stayed open, uh, yeah. at least for curbside and and takeout and stuff. So, yeah, no, here, like, that didn't happen. Oh, okay, yeah, because they were like, yeah, we we uh, we still need you. Come come here and you know fix our because uh, we do. I I like to do refrigeration, so I like to do commercial work and and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I love working on walk-in freezers, coolers, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I they need, you. they need that, you know, when they're, when you're, when it's a restaurant and they didn't really need the AC. I didn't do a lot of AC work during that time, but all the, all the refrigeration. And then my dad does hot food. So all the fryers, all the cooking equipment. And, uh, we managed to stay super busy that year and, uh, oh, worked good. out for us. I guess it worked out for us down here. Uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that down. didn't happen a lot here. Like I know also a few guys that did commercial here. Okay. Um, and they were also affected pretty bad. <clears throat> yeah, it sucks. And uh like when you start losing the counts, it, it's hard to recover. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, HVAC hustle in the in the chat down here in Cali, it was shut down. So we were shut down, but I guess not as long as, as you guys. Because like I said, it, it, like within the week we were back. Uh, I don't know if you can see the chat on your side. I have another phone. I'm looking at. Oh, okay, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> I'm trying to also keep looking at the camera and between here and there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, let me see who's in the chat real quick. We got uh, Ramon. Five minute delay. He was on uh, as a guest a few a uh, couple weeks ago. Chris C Young HVAC. What's up, man? HVAC hustle. That intro is too long. I need. I need time for people to come in <laughs> into the video. <laughs> if not, we're just talking by ourselves. Uh, let's see. HVAC They were busy in Vegas. I believe you. Vegas doesn't stop, man. Doesn't sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's up, handyman? Uh, let's see. Everyone was closed, but wanted to... What did he say? Would Everyone was closed. Been... Oh, go ahead. Richie Rich Goodman is asking, do you rock Vito back? I don't know if he's asking me, but yes, I do. 100%. Rocking a Vito bag. Yeah. I think everybody right now is is pretty hyped on the Vitos. Yeah. I had other I had other bags. I had this, like my supply house would always carry the CLC bags. Mm. And uh, I was really into backpacks. So I had a backpack from them, but the straps ripped like twice. Mm. And I was like, nah. I'm gonna look for something else, and that's when I got into the veto stuff. 
And those those last, man. Oh man, like they they're superior. Like yes, they're expensive, but you're never gonna have to buy one ever again. I was you're literally not... having the conversation with uh, one of the new guys that started at my company. He started like about a month ago. Yeah. And today he went out and uh, he bought, I guess, new tools. He got um, the manometer. He got some other hand tools, I think, and a bag or a pouch. And I asked him, oh, what did he buy? He's like, Hillmore. I was like, oh, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> you got to get the Vito. He's like, I wasn't going to spend $200 on it. I was like, but this is the only $200 you're ever going to spend in your life. Well, not not unless you get addicted to them. Like I have, I keep buying them every year. Yeah. So yeah, there's that problem. But as far as like the bag itself, like I don't think anybody makes them that good because no. Uh, I've seen some people like on I don't know if it's like TikTok or Instagram when they compare their Vito to somebody's like Milwaukee bag or something, and it just flops over. Like the Vito bag is is built. It it stands up. A lot of them stand up, you know, and uh, yeah, it's really good material that they use and everything i've had when i started out i st- i had the uh, husky and then okay that one got damaged of course hillmore also the strap got damaged right away like <laughs> literally i don't know a few months when i was working and you know it got ripped and literally Vito was the only brand that laughed at me and i abuse it like it's not like i'm easy on it no i abuse it oh yeah and uh when I started buying them, my I got my dad into them, but he works like like in the kitchen. He's always on the floor. He's always covered in grease and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And his bags have been good too. So good all around. Uh let's see. Okay, so oh Richie Goodman. How old yeah. is Adam? I'm twenty two, bro. Twenty two. <laughs> yeah, man. He's a he, <clears throat> he's a young one. Uh I am I feel very old now. I'm already my getting into my late thirties, but Um, Uh, (laughs) so okay you're 22 so you started at what age did you start then about four uh four years ago so So 18 like something like that late uh, 17 late 17 late 17 and you you said you went to a trade school or or something like that yeah so i went to a six months trade school it was a full-time um i had the option of doing it as a part-time for one year Okay. Um, but that was going to be like only a few hours a day and I just wanted to get it. And it was only a few days and I think two or three days a week. Um, I just wanted to get, get it done with. So I went to school for, um, six months. It was a full time. It was literally like a full time job, right? From eight to four and then oh, from okay. five till midnight, I was working at a smoke shop. Oh, okay. So... okay. <clears throat> and, uh, did you feel like school is a good thing like would you recommend it or or do you think it's better not to go to school look it's good to get your foot in the door like is it gonna teach you like everything that i know now and by all means i don't know everything and you never will and i'm not the best tech out there i still have a lot to learn um but i guess trade school will just teach you the basics like what not to do what to do and you know the basic laws or like you know how to use gauges how not to you know recover with the bucket oh yeah <laughs> so you know these stuff uh, so if i tell people like if you want to go to school at least go a little bit and then just so at least when you go to apply to a job they don't see like oh you were working at walmart stocking shelves and now you want to do hvac well they're two different things at least you know like you have a background like hey i went to school i understand some stuff sure um and that's and that's kind of my look on it too like 
of course i went to school too i did the whole i was it was a college so i had to i did a i basically did my major i guess in hvac and it was a year and a half, but we were there. I was there full time as well. It was like Monday through, I think it was Monday through Thursday. I don't remember if we did Fridays or not, but mm. uh, I was there all day taking different classes. Um, so that was a year and a half. And the other half of the year, like the other semester was like, I had to get my basics, you know, English, math, all that. But I had already done that because I was already going for something else. And then I switched mm. to HVAC and I got it that way. And that's what I always tell people. I'm like, you don't, you don't need it. And a lot of people are probably better off without it. But if you just want your basics, if you just want to know how to hook up your gauges, and then you want to know what people are talking about, like, um, you know, superheat subcool and, you know, all this, all this other terms, um, mm -hmm. I would highly recommend it at least. And like you said, you took a six month program. So some of them are, are kind of quick. Yeah. Um, of of course, the shorter it is or the less time you spend in the class or whatever, like, you know, you're not going to learn as much when you get no. in the field. It's, it's going to hit it's you. It's a different animal. It's, it's, it's going to hit you. Yeah, it's going to hit you and you're going to learn in the field um, and you got to figure it out. So especially, you know, uh, when I was in school, the, our instructor, because, you know, they have all these old school tools. Everything's old. And, you know, like... Um, he, we literally had analog gauges in class, um, an old recovery machine. We were literally doing flares, like flare nuts. Uh, sorry, the flares for the, you know, for the line set. He, we literally had that uh, where you put your line set and with the hammer. That's oh, okay. literally how it was. I'm like, there's got to be something out there. And I was, again, I was still in school. I don't know anything. I was like, there's got to be something easier. He's like, yeah, but, you know, this is more reliable. Like, oh, <laughs> man, whatever you say. And then I got out on the I got out of the field and I see everyone using all these fancy tools, and I'm like, he's getting the job instead of thirty minutes, it's taking him five minutes. I was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's and we still run into that, right? You, you still have people that don't want to get the oh yeah the wireless stuff and all the the newer the newer equipment or tools. It's there's an argument people, that I always have with the people there, in the comments. <laughs> there's still people out there like that, and it's and it's weird, but. You know, that's how it is. And uh, at, at my school, at my school, they purposely taught us older ways. Now, we didn't do that. We didn't have to do the, the hammer one. Uh, we had the little swage, uh, flare swaging block. Mm -hmm. And we would do it manually. Like, uh, you would turn it with your hand and stuff. And then uh, I had a class for, like, duct work and stuff. And they had us, he's like, there's a machine when you go buy this that, that'll do it for you. Or that'll they'll cut it for you or whatever. But we're going to do it by hand and you're going to learn it, you know, the hard way first. Like that was his thing. Like he always wanted us to do it by hand yeah. and the hard way. He's like, and then when you get to go out there and you get to see how easy it is, like you'll appreciate it more, I guess. Yeah, uh, you're right. hundred um, percent. I also like, I didn't, I didn't know that there was something that called digital gauges. Like everything we saw in class was analog. Yeah. And then. When I got out, I was with uh, one of the guys that was I was riding with, and he was like, he showed me like he was working obviously. And I saw his tool. He had the Simmons, the field piece. I was like, that's man, nice. that's cool. What is that? Yeah. He's like, oh man, this is a digital gauge. I was like, man, that's cool. I never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like I said, we learned with all the old stuff too. I mean, I went to school a lot, like way. What what are we like? I went to school like sixteen years ago. Oh, yeah. bro, I wasn't even in the country. So, years ago. 
So it was a long time ago. <coughs> yeah, I wasn't so, even in the U.S. back then. <laughs> uh, LED handyman. Yeah, we have new tools, but we practice the old ways. I think that's a good way. If, if they teach you and if they want you to, to learn how it's done, like manually or, or the hard way, whatever. I think it's a good way if you're in school. I mean, you learn it that way. And then when you get out there, you have the tools that, or you can buy the tools that you need to make it easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, we got Angel H5 in the house. Shoo! Oh, man, that was a blast over there in uh, Atlanta, Atlanta with you, with everybody. Yeah. But, Would man, you, you left early, huh? I, I know. I wish I could have been there a little bit longer. Uh, and then I, I Angel told me that y'all showed up at his house or the place he was at. Yep, with, uh, we did. I was there yep. for a while, and then I think uh, Robert came by with uh, PHVAC. Yeah. That dude does not <laughs> shut down or anything. Like he was, it was the middle of the night, and he was still there. Like his energy en- is amazing, man. His energy, full, full energy. Yeah, <laughs> I love Robert, man. Yeah, we showed up like me and all the boys that we were from California, and we showed up to his house. Oh yeah, there was a there was a big group of you from California. Yeah, I believe it or not, like I never knew any. I didn't know any of them until we met there, and uh, the only two people I knew. Is Luis, you know, HVAC 562. Yeah. And uh, Robert, PHVAC. These are the only two people that I've known before the AHR. Like, I haven't met actually in person with them before. But do you live like, are y'all far from each other? Um, Luis and Robert, they're closer to each other. Um, I'm like, I want to say without traffic, maybe like 40 minutes from Robert. Oh, yeah, because you were over there at, at Robert's recently, right? Yeah. I, think, I, was... I saw him. I saw him doing a live or something. Yeah, I was I was at uh, his shop. Yeah, they were doing something there. Um, I mean, how cool is that? Like, like we get to talk online through this this whole Instagram, YouTube, now TikTok. Yeah. Because um, like you know, where, where where I'm oh, from, like I don't get to talk to to too many guys, and when I try to, like, they're kind of stubborn on, on other stuff. Like they don't, they don't want to hear what I have to say sometimes. And I'm like, I have no one to talk shop with sometimes. So now that I found, you know, everybody online and everybody's like helping each other, yeah. the whole community, uh, everybody has each other's backs. Like, I, I think that's, that's awesome. Like it's a great oh, it community. Is. It's amazing. Um, when I went to Atlanta, it was my first time meeting majority of the guys or i would say like 99 percent of them because everyone i knew from instagram social media just like talking and you know it's crazy like the day that i got there and i saw everyone i don't know how or why but it felt like i knew each one there for a long time it felt like yeah. i grew up with these people it, it was so cool because uh that was your first uh trip to like an ahr or anything right yep mm-hmm. i've so, been to like, those uh i hacky we have small ones oh. here, but I didn't know anyone there. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I think I saw you post about that. Um, but yeah, how cool is that? And I think you were one of the first guys I ran into too at the mm-hmm. at the award show. Yeah, outside, when you were I, up to the hotel. Yeah. I, I I went out there and I'm like, I don't know if I know anybody. And then I'm like, I saw you. I saw Angel. I started seeing people that I recognize, you know, online, and it's mm-hmm. it's just super cool because then you just start chatting it up and and you know catching up and stuff. I gotta say though, it's uh, the Instagram family is way better than the guys on TikTok. I don't know if you notice in your comment section, 
And I don't know if you ever looked at my comment section, but man, it's like Facebook. TikTok is like Facebook haters. Like I, I recently started looking at your comments. I always look at your, I always look at your videos because I'm always scrolling and stuff. And you know, I'll like and stuff like that, but I never look at the comments. And I was like, you know what? Let me go go in there and look. Cause, it's a fight. <laughs> yeah, because like with me, I started getting that too recently. It, it calmed down a little bit, but uh, I was like, dude, like this is how I do it. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> and then uh, you know, the conversations. I I don't even go back into my comments after I post. I might reply to a, a few of them, or like the first day or two, and then I'm like, yeah, I'll let it go. Like they end up arguing with themselves, and <laughs> yeah, it's 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 different. Yeah it is like on instagram like there's been so many times i posted something that i shouldn't be doing or like i'm doing it the wrong way i get and, you know someone would reply to my story and tell them like hey adam by the way this is not how you do it or i have an easier way to do it but man on tiktok they just like oh you're a dumbass oh you don't know what you're doing oh you're wrong you're just a salesman i get this comment a lot where oh bro you don't oh, know what you're yeah. doing you're just a salesman oh yeah um yeah and that the funny thing is like i, st I started mine well, I started mine in 2020 when everything happened. Like, I had nothing to mm -hmm. do, I guess. You know, I just started po <laughs> posting. Yeah. Uh, and I actually had somebody who was pretty big at the time. Like, I was like, oh, I think he had, like, 3,000 or something. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I'm over here with, like, nobody. Um, <laughs> and I was posting work. And then he's – but he was – I can't remember what country he's from. And I don't want to call him out by name. But uh, he said something in another language, him and another guy. And like, I can just Google it now. Like, I, I didn't know what the hell they were saying. At first, I was going to say thank you. But then I was like, I'm not sure what this says. <laughs> and then I looked it up and they were calling me garbage and trash. And I don't know what. So I was like, dude. So I was like, you know what? I posted a story and I put them on blast a little bit. And then yeah. all, everybody came and was like, nah, forget that. Uh, you're doing fine and this and that. Like, it was it was really cool to see, you know, guys have my back. Mm -hmm. uh, every now and then you're going to get a few bad apples. And uh, that's 100%. in in 2020, it wasn't as good as it is now mm -hmm. to where I don't think you really get that kind of negativity. But I don't know. Uh, a lot of guys and I think I posted like a video on it, too, like not to call them out. But I wanted mm -hmm. to make sure everybody was like, hey, you know, we're all here to help each other and, and stuff like that. And I had a lot of messages from people who were were like, man, I'm, I'm scared to post because then I get destroyed in the comments and this and that and they're like thank you because now i feel a little more you know confident yeah and, and i hate that like i i tell people just post someone tells me they want to start a channel they want to start uh, posting on instagram I'm like do it like we need more content um and a lot of these companies you know like when you show their tools and and you never you never know what can come from it i didn't know i was going to be doing this yeah I, I only got one one or two sponsors but like you know stuff good things happen you know of course you know if there's a will there what did i say if there's a will there's a way there's a way here you go i'll tell you one thing that hvac boss and shoo hvac boss he told me once i was telling about the story you know like everyone was like calling me out um you know like talking down to me and stuff like that and then i don't know but people like we're talking i know i have an accent but like in the comment people would say something about my accent i'm, I'm fine with it i don't care but like HVAC boss Angel told me one time, he's like, wolves don't listen to sheeps. I was like, well, damn right. <laughs> like, good one. That's that's awesome because, uh, yeah, Angel's Angel always has my back too. And uh, him and Ben, 
even Lance, you know, they've all been super supportive. And then like when, once you get into it and you start like, you know, commenting or messaging other guys and you see how supportive everybody mm -hmm. is, it's, it's, it's just awesome. It humbles you and, you know, it, it makes you just push forward. Like, you know what? I don't care about you guys. You don't have anything on your social media. You just have user XYZ. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I have this person who is doing very, very well and he's supporting me. So I, I'm going to take his opinion more than you. Yeah, there's definitely that. And like you said, uh, like uh, when you're when you're posting and like if you get negativity or anything like that it's i mean it, it's it sucks but i mean like you said they don't post anything they they kind of hide behind the keyboard and you're out there putting your work on the line and if if yeah. and if you get criticism i always tell people you can tell me if i did something wrong and if i didn't do it the right way or if there's a better way to do it i'm all mm -hmm. for that it's just like when you start calling me names or trying to put me under the bus that's what I hate, right? So if you're going to call somebody out, you know, at least tell them that there's a better way or, or tell them the right way. And then or just don't say anything. Or don't say like anything. If you right? have something negative, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of times where I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. But I'm not going <laughs> to say anything, you know? Yeah. But uh, if, if, somebody's, if somebody's love... criticizing me, they better be like top of the line. Yeah. You know, perfect installs, perfect service, all that, you know? Like, for example, I know Jeff wouldn't do it. But, for example, Jeff. If Jeff, for example, criticized me on something, I would gladly accept that. I will be yeah. more than happy. Like, I would just close my mouth. I'm like, yes, sir. Because, yeah, you know. because – and he's, he's leveling up everybody now because I've never seen people do the kind of stuff that he does, and now everybody's doing it yeah. um, and, and showing off amazing work. So there, there's guys like him that just – they don't even have to talk. They just, you know, post, post their yeah. work, and it speaks for itself. Hundred percent. But Here's... you know, for the for your uh, for your TikToks, I would suggest you start replying because it gets more attention. Um, so your videos will actually get more attention if you reply to people, because mm -hmm. that actually what gets the views uh, on TikTok. I'm still learning it. I think uh, when I reply, especially with the dumb comments. I kind of just joke joke around with them too, and I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right, or, or, or something, you know, like I, I, I never take any of it seriously, so, yeah, it's I'm still learning that one. No, you, I mean, and also for TikTok, um, let's say you get three comments, the same two minutes that you posted. Let's say you post a video, and then two three minutes, you get three comments reply to those right away like don't wait reply in the same second i swear because it gets them back to the video uh, so that way it shows the algorithm that hey this person watched the video more than once so that's good for uh, the views i'm still trying to learn tiktok i don't know anything about it um, well you're doing you're doing I'm... you're doing great i mean if anybody needs to if anybody wants help with their tiktok you know ask adam here um like i said you you vinnie casey like I love watching the, the content y'all put out. You know, like and, what's crazy is like when I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just like we need, like it's all, it's like HVAC work. People always want to take it like too serious. And there's never like, you can't joke around. 
but mm-hmm. we actually need we actually need that and i like i i was never a tiktok person i still don't like watching like some of the some of the dumb stuff that's on there but uh you know if if, if there's something funny about work or you know guy stuff you know i i i like watching that and it keeps me on there and like i said you guys are doing a great job with that uh there needs to be like a lighter side you know you got to have fun at work yeah. too i know i know you get a lot of criticism when you do your your stuff with with uh videos about the customers or or the or the dumb stuff you know <laughs> but it's all it's all good though well here's the thing dude like when i started the tiktok i didn't want it to be a meme page i don't want it to be funny i want to actually showcase my work if i'm yeah. fixing something at a call and stuff like that so i would do a video it take me I'm, i don't know i don't even own a computer bro like it take me like three four hours to edit a video on my phone and again it might take someone like three minutes to edit a video, but for me, I don't know anything about computers. So, you know, I would edit it four hours. I'm like, all right, let's go. Finally, it's done. Post it, 3,000 views. The second day I post a meme that I thought of it, it took me literally like two seconds to record that video. <laughs> and then it gets me 900,000 views. I'm like, well, that's messed up. Man, so, and yeah, I just started learning that too, because I've never done memes or anything like that. <laughs> But you got to know your, your, like where you're posting, like TikTok is not, it, it is for tips and tricks and stuff, but a lot of people just want to like relax and watch no. some fun, funny content. Yeah. So I kind of transitioned to that, but I, I, I mean, I post some of the same stuff on, on all my, on all, uh, all my platforms, but like YouTube, you know, I have a certain way that I do my videos there. TikTok, yeah. I try to do the funnier stuff. Instagram is like kind of like whatever, like in between. So, uh, yeah, it's funny that way because I, I learned that too. Like, I used to take way too long to edit my stuff, even on YouTube and and, and whatever, like the other videos I do. Mm-hmm. When I stopped worrying about it so much and I would just post, that stuff does better. It just, you know, uh, I guess it's more real or, or something like that. I don't know. No, well, <clears throat> you, you've been seeing those templates. I told you about it, man. These are hilarious. Like, they're funny. And it's funny. Like you said, like, like, I, like I see them and I instantly think of something that relates to work. And I'm like, let me just yep. post it. Yeah. And those do, those do good. So, <laughs> yeah, it's funny like that. I don't know. It's, I like TikTok. And I, I, I was mad when they said, like, oh, they're going to ban TikTok. I'm like, come on, man. I haven't had my 10-minute fame. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm just figuring it out. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm gonna look at the chat real quick. Uh, Ramon, teacher, my teacher was the same. They calculated superheat, subcool with pen and paper, taking temps and pressures. <laughs> Old way of thinking. Now that uh, to me, that's a way to do it. I mean, I I didn't have digital when I started, but I guess that's the old way now. Yeah. Uh, even for us, like I, I know how to do the heat load, all that stuff by hand. Uh, you know, with the manual J, manual N, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, then I was like, oh, there's there's other ways to do it, right? There's software. There's, you know, different ways. And I don't like to do the duct work. I don't like to do the heat load. We just, I only do service. Mm. What do you use for uh, for heat load? Well, we don't. We don't We do not deal with that. Oh, oh commercial, right? Yeah, you commercial. Change it like for like. It's existing. Uh, if I have to, I'll, I'll like right now. I'm, I'm having an issue, but it's not 
It's not us. It's the customer. They uh, bought equipment for one location, and I guess the job got canceled or something. Mm-hmm. And now I had I gave them or we have another location that all the equipment because it's by the beach, all the equipment rusted out and fell apart, like everything. Uh, so they were they were like, hey, we have these 12, uh, 12 ton units. <coughs> over here uh, in storage we want you to put them but the old ones that we're that we condemned were 10 ton units and i'm like i don't know if that's gonna work but i don't know we're gonna have to figure something out because they're pushing us to do it and um i was like man i gotta figure out if that's even gonna you know work in that in that building you know eventually they're gonna actually blame you even though you told them like hey it's not gonna work they're like well you installed it i know right uh currently Currently, we're passing it off to mm. somebody who's like, yeah, you know, it can be done. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. I don't know. I, I feel like they're just going to. I think they came back to us and they're, they're having second thoughts. So we'll see. Mm. But, you know, that's how they are. Customer customer acts like they're always right. Right. But then uh, it's like, you know, we're the certified technicians over doing. here. <laughs> that's what I hate like, about like other like when I'm going up to estimates, for example, right? Um, they tell me like, hey, I want this tonnage. I want this size of units, obviously. I want this sear. And they don't know any of that stuff just because, you know, they saw it on Google and they looked it up and then they saw the cost of it. I don't know how, but a brand new system is roughly $3,000. So they tell me like, yeah, I want a five ton. Go big or go home. I was like, no, that's not how it works. It's not go big or go home, man. Let me size up your unit, and then I determine like, yeah, their house needs a three ton, and they're like, oh, you know, you don't, you know, what you're talking about. And then someone else after me comes in, sells them what they want, not what they need, what they want. A year down, they call us, hey, it's not working. Well, I told you, didn't I? But you decided to go with the one who wanted to give you what you wanted. Yeah, we we deal with that a lot because uh, even recently, I forgot what what account it was, but they. You know, they have other companies that come in and then every now and then, you know, they, they'll get someone else to do some of the work. Mm-hmm. And like uh, me and my dad, we're already used to it. We're fine with it. Uh, you know, but like I said, it, it's him and his brother on the hot side. And so like my uncle kind of freaks out or he freaked out this last time. And we're like, no, like this happens a lot. You know, they try somebody else that's cheaper or that does what they want. Mm-hmm. But in the in the end, they always come back and they're always like, no, like, you know, something happened. Yeah. So we we learned right away because, you know, we run a business and we have to figure out, you know, what we charge, how to handle the customers and all that. And we used to we used to worry about it too much. We used to try and bend over backwards for the customer. You know, they always ask for a cheaper price. And we used, we used to try to work with them. But it never worked out. We always lost money or, or something, you know, bad happened. So we finally got comfortable where, where we're like, you know, this is our, this is what we charge. Mm-hmm. This is how we do things. Take it or leave it. More times than not, if they call somebody cheaper, a you month later, <laughs> a month later, something like that. Even it's a, if, if it's like a year later, they call back and we have that account again. You know, it, it never fails. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny. I had a customer about I don't know three weeks ago, I think. Um, 
we went out there he had zoning system um and well we installed the unit about two or three years ago but we never did the duct work uh, okay. now at that time you know we weren't doing um, uh, we were doing um, cfm and static pressure it was you know just like for like they have a five ton put a five ton and units here in california the ultra low knocks they burn so much hotter they're very very sensitive they need a lot of air going in and out i made a video about that oh yeah i saw that one so we never really replaced the ductwork and then i go there because you know his system is not working the limit switch keep tripping uh before me someone actually went out there they gave him a quote to do the ductwork um it was like twelve thousand dollars but that was with the zoning four zones two or three zones i think it was um and then all our eight ducks he ended up going with someone for three thousand dollars a month later i go there and i i'm like i'm confused i'm like we gave you an estimate to do the duck work what was the reason you didn't do it he's like oh i got it done for three thousand dollars like you got it done for three thousand dollars what do you mean <laughs> he's like yeah i was like but the ducks are still the same They've never been replaced. He's like, no, 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 I paid for it. He sh I'll show you. And he showed me. I'm like, your guy, like, you got scammed, bro. Like, 80% of your ductwork were not replaced. So he's like, oh. I was like, well, that's why it was $3,000 and we were $12,000. He still didn't do it. He still <laughs> didn't do it. He's like, I'm going to call. He was like, uh, he's my wife's cousin. I'm going to call uh -oh. him back. And then he called him back, and I guess they figured it out. I'm like, how are you going to trust someone after what he did to you this? Well, that's a weird thing. That That's happened to us, too, where a customer gets ripped off. And I always tell I always tell them, like, you know, call them back. You know, if you paid for it, you know, they have to make it right. And, like, I don't know. Sometimes they, they do get them back. Like, I don't know how they I don't know how some com companies stay in business when they're doing things like that. Because around here, it happens. It, it's not as bad as it used to be, but it happens. And. Some of these companies companies stay in business, and uh, I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, they're getting away with stuff left and right. Like mm -hmm. when we deal with with customers, and if if something was done by another company that, and we're out there and stuff, I mean, I I try not to talk bad about the company, right? Yeah. And I've learned that it's not very professional to do that either. Like, you don't want to bash on somebody in front of the customer. Mm -hmm. So I I try to be nice about it. I'll be like, look, I'll, I'll take a look at what they did or I'll take a look at this. And I just, you know, take pictures, take notes, do everything I can. If they want the proof, you know, they can have it. If not, I'll just tell them, you know, this is what it costs to fix. If you want to go with us, if you want to call them back, whatever. But I don't know, man, there, there's shoddy work everywhere. It's a shame, but it is. it happens a lot. And that doesn't surprise me. As soon as you, you started telling me about the price and what they were paying, I was like, they probably didn't even get it done, and they just told them it, that they did it. Yeah, it happens. A, it happens. It happens. Dramatic ass dude. Can you ask Wolf of Track what's his opinion on Canoga Park heating and air, aka the competitors? I know them. <laughs> um, I know a few few guys who work there. Actually, I went to school with two of them. Actually, from the guys who work there. Um, I don't know much about them, man. I mean, I know they have good reviews. It's a good company. They sell Carrier, though. I'm not a big fan of Carrier. Um, 
but they they do good. Um, we're pretty priced, like we're close pricing to what they sell and what we sell. Um, I don't have like obviously the owners of each company; they have beef with each other. But I'm like, if I if you work for the company and I see the supplier, bro, I'm gonna come and shake your hand. Like I have absolutely no problem with you. Um, yeah, I I used to kind of keep to myself, and I used to see people like as competitors all the time. Mm-hmm. And after after a while, I was like, nah, like I I kind of like it's good to know people, uh, network. You know, you never know Definitely. if if you, if you need help sometimes. So I, I try to talk to whoever is at the supply house, um, even if it's another trade. I, I tell people all the time, you know, it's good to know plumbers, it's good to know electricians, mm-hmm. you know. And then if anything, if somebody ever asks them, because if they do, if they do similar accounts or, or similar work your customers and they're like, Oh, we need somebody to check our AC. Do you know anybody? They're going to give mm-hmm. you a, a referral. So um, it's good to know people in your trade, but also like everybody else that does similar work. Like I said, plumbing, yep. electricians, you know, you know, people like that. That's also uh, about Robert, you know, PH fact, because he's also an electrician. Oh yeah. So recently I got him a job. One of my clients, she wanted to upgrade her sub panel. And uh, he did the video. I don't know if you saw it on his Instagram. He did a really good job on it. And then I showed it to my install manager. I was like, hey, what do you think? And he liked it. So now I'm setting them both up. Anything electrical that we're doing, uh, like either whether it's a panel upgrade, um, replacing just the panel, I'm going to give it to Robert. I'm just going to refer it to him. Like he's going to be working with my company, not for my company. Yeah. If any electrical work, he's going to be their guy. Hopefully it works out between both of them. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, we have something similar. Like we have a a friend who's an electrician, because <coughs> uh, my dad used to be an electrician uh, back yeah. before he did this, and you know we have major accounts. So like whenever we need, because we don't, my, like I said, my dad did did that for a while, so he can do like little things, like he does light fixtures, switches. He'll work on like the the entrance doors, like exit signs. You know, a lot of little things here and there. Because mm. he can he can do that, but once it gets a, like complicated, you know, like you know, like you said, breaker panels and uh, they, you know, the lights that are in the parking lots, you know, stuff like that. He, he calls his friend now, and like his friend is the electrician for a lot of our accounts now. Yeah. And uh, if and he also refers us, and then I have a friend because I hate doing residential, so I have a friend that I I'm like here, like if if you need residential work, I have a friend over here that does it. And then he's giving me commercial work too. Like he doesn't like, and it's, it's funny like that. Like I don't do, I don't like doing residential. He doesn't like yeah. doing commercial. So then like, he'll give me a restaurant or something like that to, to go check out. And you know, if they, if they need work done. So we refer each other, even though technically we're competitors, you know, it's better to know somebody network and you can give work both ways. So it works out. Angel, when you come here, I saw it. Sorry, bro. Yeah, you're coming yeah. to LA. You're more than welcome, bro. If you come here, I'm going to give you a shirt. We're going to walk into calls. I'm going to tell them you're my service manager. We're going to close some deals, bro. Oh, definitely. Uh, Angel Angel wants to work with everybody. He said he's going to come down here to Texas. I think he's gone to, to go see Ben, too, because Ben's up in Austin. Uh, yeah. That guy's everywhere right now. Or he's trying to be everywhere. <laughs> hey, man. 
Hey, Angel, maybe we'll open another location together here in LA, bro. You're in Fresno. Hey. We'll open a location here. Hey, that's know. what I told him. I was like, if you need a, uh, what do you call it? Costless in, mm-hmm. costless in Texas, I'll, I'll, we can open one up here. There you go. I don't know. Uh, Angel, would your C20 work in LA? It should do, right? I don't know if it would be the same. I mean, it should be the same license. Um, C20 is for California. It's not per county. Hey, what's up, John? Yeah, he's like, let us know when you're coming down, Angel. Uh, let's see. Okay, oh, so Angel oh, doesn't need Adam. Uh, Angel doesn't need need me to get a job, bro. Angel has more <laughs> connections than me. Trust me. Oh man, Angel's out there getting it. Uh, so if you don't mind me asking, like, where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from Lebanon. That's where Lebanon, I'm from. Middle East. Yes, sir. So then you came over here at, at what age? I came here in 2017. I was 17 years old. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then, like, what made you get into HVAC? What made me get into HVAC? So, originally, I'm, I wasn't going to go to college. I hate college. I'm not a person okay. to study. I wasn't going to do any of that stuff. I barely graduated high school in Lebanon just from because I was good in soccer. So, when I came here, I originally wanted to be a mechanic. I wanted to fix cars. I love cars. Um, okay. So, my brother-in-law... He owns a mechanic shop right here in the valley or in LA. And he told me, look, it's good as a business owner to be to own your own business. But to become a mechanic where you're a technician, basically, and working for someone, you're capped. Like you're not going to make as much money and it's pretty hard on your body. So he's like, in this country, you don't need a college degree to be successful. He's like, there's other stuff. I was like, okay, well, like what? He's like, well, you can do air conditioning. You can do plumbing, electrical, construction. I knew that stuff. There's good money in him. I was like, okay. He's like, I have a buddy who does uh, air conditioning. I can hook you up with him, talk to him, and see what he thinks. So his friend, um, he, his friend, like, ha- he's a one-man show. Right? He doesn't have a big company. He just has a truck. He does very, very good. He's busy year-round. Um, and, you know, he does good. So... He showed me how much he made in a in a year, and he's like, "Look, if you do plumbing, you're working with shit pretty much the whole time. If you're doing electric uh, electrical, you can die easily because you're working with high voltage, blah blah blah. Construction harder in your body." He's like, "If you do HVAC, I was like, hold up, what is HVAC?" And then he's like, basically heating, ventilation, air conditioning. I was like, okay, I'm listening. He's like, "You're technically in a way a plumber because you know there's condensation connecting the condensation to." The, um, the sink, other stuff. There's some kind of say, there's some plumbing involved in that. Sure. And it's pretty much all electrical because you know all the parts are electrical. You gotta know how to run 220, 120, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you make more money than both of them. I was like, <laughs> okay, where do I start? So he told me about the school. Um, I went to the school where he went about like I don't know 30 years ago. That's where he went. I signed oh, up okay. for it and. He's like, yeah. And then I went on a couple of jobs when I was in school. Um, I ran on a couple of jobs. It was out of my own time. Like, obviously, I didn't get paid for it. I was just interested to see how it is. And then, you okay. know, I loved it. I fell in love with it. Like, the minute, uh, the minute I was in school, going along with him to jobs and stuff like that, I was like, man, this is what I want to do in life. Like, I, 
I don't want to be behind an office. You drive around all day long. Like you can tr different areas. You're fixing stuff the all all the time. Um, <clears throat> you're like a hero to people when you walk in fixing their AC. You know, if it's a hundred degree out there, um, you're like a hero to them. Um, and you know, yeah. you you get appreciated a lot in this trade. So, and I guess I guess that was my question. I was like, did did you like it when you first got into it? Like immediately, hundred percent. Just like the okay. only thing I told you, I don't like commercial. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it wasn't for me. Especially, you know, going on. Like I had, when I was starting out, I had some jobs. It was, you know, all white roofs. Um, pulling out compressor on the roof. All this stuff. Ice machines. Um, <clears throat> when you, I guess when you're doing commercial with uh, restaurants, they don't see you. I'm the kind of person that I like to be appreciated, personally. So if mm -hmm. I walk into a restaurant... Usually, you're not dealing directly with the owner. You're just dealing with a server, or, and she has no idea what's going on. She's like, yeah, just yeah. go there. I don't know which one's not working. But you don't get appreciated much. Now, that's the only thing that I don't like is just doing commercial. Like, I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah, commercial's different. And, uh, I, I, like, I'll admit, okay, when I, when I started school, I was really intrigued by it. But it was really my dad's idea to do it, right? Because he was mm -hmm. already doing commercial kitchen work and he wanted somebody to do like the HVAC side just so that they wouldn't have a competitor because around here, like the people that do AC work sometimes do uh, the kitchen work too. So yeah. he's like, I don't want another company in here, you know, taking my business or whatever. So he's like, if, if you can do HVAC, that'd be great. So I went to do, or I went to school for that and I loved it because I've always loved working on, on things, right? I work on cars. I, fix electronics i fix phones ipads i used to fix laptops you know stuff like that and uh, i've always loved ripping stuff apart so i was intrigued by it and then uh the only thing is like i i, I was still like i was in college i i didn't want to be at work so i had i honestly I, I didn't like it at first when i actually got into the field um i didn't like i was like I'm, i couldn't wait to get out of work you know stuff like that it took me a few years to kind of get into like a get into it and then be okay with it. And then like, like you said, I couldn't be behind a computer all a day, desk. office, anything like that. A tie. So, up. No, I love, I love driving. I love being out on the road, uh, going out to different calls. And then you see something new, you see mm -hmm. new people all the time. Uh, I love all that stuff. I did have to learn how to be better about, being a people's person that was the only thing that i wasn't good at like right away okay. and my dad is like a super like he's best friends with everybody he meets and you know we as business owners we deal with the 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 managers area managers owners so we get to talk to the the people in charge you know mm -hmm. but even when we're going to a restaurant and we see all the cooks it's really good to be friends with the cooks and anybody working in the back. Um, that way, you know, they can tell you what's going on with the equipment. They can help you out here and there. We've, we've asked them for help, you know, moving out stuff. And, you know, we need thing, we need them to do things sometimes, you know, like empty out a walk-in cooler or freezer. So it just helps when you're like a, a people's person and you're friends with all the, the cooks and stuff. And it, it, makes, it makes it easier. So I had to grab that aspect of it a little later on. I finally got the hang of that. But yeah, a lot of times I don't even know what's going on. And they're like, I don't even know who called you, but go ahead. Like, 
I don't know, but I'm cool with that. And I like being on the rooftops sometimes, you know, because I'm by myself. I get to kind of just focus and, and have a clear mind uh, versus yeah. residential. Residential, sometimes you have the guy over your back kind of looking at what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that's one of your videos that probably has the it most views. Yeah. yeah, with with that one guy, man, you took it. I don't know how you stayed calm, but you took it real, real good on that one because um, that guy, I don't know, he was like, <laughs> What are we doing here and and this and that and <laughs> you know that what's crazy like that would have drove little, me nuts yeah i mean it, i see it on a daily basis like he's not the first person <laughs> yeah but what's funny is when i when i was recording i was literally recording i was actually just doing the blower motor cleaning that's it i saw him blower okay. motor cleaning so i was just recording myself and i was gonna make a video out of it so <laughs> I was editing the video and then literally every video I'm trying to cut, he shows up. I was like, hold up. I might have a better idea of a video. Yeah. And then I cut it all and I made it, uh, I made him in all the videos and then it blew up. I was like, damn. Uh, but I gave you that. Yeah. Commercial has a lot of like uh, peace of mind. Yeah. You're by yourself the whole time. Yeah. And, and some people don't like that. Some people can't get, can't deal with that. Right they're they need to see somebody they need to talk to somebody or just to keep them like sane i guess you know so yeah they're not going crazy um i like it the other way but I, I get a little bit of both i do deal with with area managers uh some of the owners like the local owners mm -hmm. and then uh you know i do see a lot of people when i'm in the kitchen so i do kitchen work i don't if i only did ac work i probably wouldn't mm -hmm. see anybody but i'm in the kitchen a lot i have to be around the cooks uh there's a lot of like ref refrigerators and stuff that are on the floor mm -hmm. like in those tight areas so i'm around the cooks a lot and like i said it's it's always good to be talkative and friendly with everybody that you come across just makes everything so much easier and smoother so like for me i get a little bit of both like i get to talk to people but then i can go on the roof and just you know be by be myself by yourself. yeah yeah i don't know i mean also when i do commercial there's a lot of times like the guy that I was training with, he would hook us up with like sandwiches. He knew him, so he was like, <laughs> he would hook us up with lunch. I was like, that's cool, right. man. It, it's awesome when when you start and when you're younger, because mm -hmm. then like it catches up with you. I started putting on a lot of weight. We used to do uh, the IHOPs. I got so tired of IHOP because they would give it. They'd be like, yeah, sit down. We'll give you some food and this <laughs> and that. Like, I was like, oh, I can't take it again. <laughs> But yeah, they, and then like, like you said, they they appreciate you. As far as like HVAC, right? Because you're you're getting their air conditioning going, or heater. And then, and then like for us, I think somebody had mentioned it. Uh, yeah, I heard Jonathan. In refrigeration, they could lose so much money in product because they they have a freezer, they have a freezer, they have a cooler, and all that stuff. Uh, if that freezer goes down and nobody fixes it right away. That's a lot of money that's lost. Yeah. So that's that's the cool part is like, you know, a lot of times they're they're just like so happy that you fix it. Uh you get that, you know, you get that little pat on the back and it, it feels great. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it was there was some good parts about commercial. But I I said it to one guy the other day in my comments. I was like, I would choose an attic over a white roof. That's just me. Nice. I, I guess I got used to them. I don't know. I, I can't see myself in an attic, but I'm I'm okay on any roof. I've been on a lot of like sketchy roofs. Also, yeah. I've almost fallen off 
a roof like several times and i'm like man like thank god you know nothing happened but i have one we don't do that account anymore but or they're i, I don't know they're trying to get us back i don't know what's going on with them but there's a location where there's no roof access i don't know why this strip mall it's <laughs> like it has these this weird design where the the roof it's like it's a flat roof mm-hmm. but the front where they have the signs you know it goes up real high a high wall so that they could have the sign yeah on the sides i don't know why it's like that on the sides i guess to for it to look nice the only way you can get on it is through the back but there's a carport right for all the workers to park so mm-hmm. i have to get on the i have to get on the a ladder to get on the carport and then i need another ladder to get on the actual roof <laughs> And that damn ladder has fallen on me several times, and I I just hated that location. You guys don't service it anymore, do? You? No, we don't service. I'm I'm not I'm not uh, crying over that one. I was glad <laughs> that we don't have to go back. Was it worth it though? Like, was it bringing in some money? Uh, that one, you know, there's good and and bad customers. That one wasn't one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they 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 cry about invoices sometimes and they took a while to pay so you know when when those are it gets to a point you know some people say you you need to fire your customer uh it gets to a point where you just like like i'll give them i'll give them the benefit of the doubt and i'll I'll continue to do work if they need it but uh if they can't pay if something gets you know out of hand uh, Mm um i'm okay letting them go and that was one of those accounts Okay. Safety matters, man. Your life is worth. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, like Angel says, never wait for a pat on the back. Know your self worth. Chew. And why? Why do you have your hand raised, Angel? It's not a class, Angel. It's okay. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at the chat. There's a whole. I'm like missing a whole bunch of comments right now. But uh, let's see. Yeah, Richie loves commercial. Uh, I'm gonna have to catch up in the chat. Who's making a hundred k in a week? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. Okay, how does how does your company work? You do um, like commissions and stuff. Yeah. So I have hourly and I have commission, which is pretty much how every company out there works. Whichever yeah, is higher, you get paid. It's not unless you have like very, very low hourly, then you get paid both. But if you have high hourly, um, but then let's say you sell more. So they see, OK, let's say your hourly is a week, $2,000, but then you sold X amount and then now your commission is $4,000. They pay you the four thousand dollars instead, whichever is oh, higher. Okay. Okay. Uh, do they pressure you to, you know, make these sales or anything like that? No, which is why the only reason, or one of the main reasons, I'm still at this company that I'm working for, is they don't pressure, they don't screw anyone over. Okay. Um, if you go out there and then you know, like, there's nothing to sell, then there's nothing to sell. If you go to a lady where you know she's eighty years old and everything is fine you know her ducks are brand new her system is brand new her system is old 
but it's still working, it's been maintained properly, I'm not going to tell her, like, hey, you need to replace it. I'm okay. not going to try to sell her something that she doesn't need. And, you know, I've, I know people who work for other companies where they do get pressured to sell. Um, and that's where I feel if you're commission only, not hourly, or you don't have a base salary, that's mm-hmm. when you are forced to do bad stuff. Because okay. they're like, damn, I got to sell to make money. For me, I don't have to sell to make money. Well, that's so, good because, yeah, because there's, there's a and – the, and then people get a bad rep with the whole uh, residential side because they're like, oh, you're just a, a salesman. Something. Yeah, so it's good that you guys uh, don't push it because, like, man, yeah. like, we deal with it on the commercial side too. They need they tell somebody they need a whole new, you know, piece yeah. of equipment or something crazy expensive. And then me or my dad, because it happens on – on both sides, you know, even on his side, because um, the commercial kitchen equipment, like all that side of of our work, mm-hmm. it's it's been really busy for the past like couple of years right now. Uh, now to where they have him traveling out, because we normally service about two hours each way, mm-hmm. uh, but they have him going out now like four hours away or more, six hours away, because the techs up there. I don't know if they just are not trained well or, or what, but you know, they're always like, Oh, you need a new equipment. You need something crazy expensive, this or that. You know, my dad goes out there and fixes it within an hour and he's just like, well, I fixed it. I'm just going to bill you for whatever. And, and he still made money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Like he charges, you know, to go out there and he, and it's one of those things that somebody had, had said, you know, or made a meme and it's like, Oh, like when they accept your like fuck off price, Oh yeah, it's like it's like it's like uh, my dad does that sometimes, especially with these. He's like, I don't want to go. Like, and he tells him, I don't want to go. And he's like, Fine, if you're gonna make me go, it's gonna be this much. Okay. He's like, Damn it. (laughs) He's like, Damn it. Okay, it's good money, so he's gonna take it. Um, but yeah, it's it's like stupid things. Like, and it's it's because one of one of two things, honestly, it's like they're not trained well enough or they're trying to push, you know, something else, something more expensive. Yep. So and when I go out on calls and say the system is not working, I always give them the option. I'm like, look, if anyone comes here after me and tells you your unit, your unit is not repairable, they're straight up lying to you because everything is repairable. It's just, yeah, ba- you might basically. not be happy with the cost. Yeah. Like you just might not be happy with the cost. You know, like let's say, I don't know when was the last time you checked, but for residential in ECM motor, just the motor itself costs us roughly $1,200 or $1,000. It costs us. So if I'm selling it, how much am I selling it for? Like, yeah. am I selling it for like, I don't know, to make money? Am I selling it for like $2,500? So I can get you a brand new furnace for, I don't know, maybe $6,000. And that unit is 20 years old. I can give you, you're more than welcome. Whether you choose a repair or the replacement, I make more money either way but and, it's up to you and that's how we are too like even well before i guess we would sell we would sell new equipment before like we don't do it anymore really mm. but we always give them the the option and i personally i like to repair things yep. so i would i would prefer if they pick the repair but like i mean nowadays everything's like super expensive it is you know refrigerant um compressors have gone up a lot so I'm like, hey, you, you know, you're gonna need 
you know, a new compressor, a new coil, a, like a new motor, like everything. Like you want, if you want, I'll rip it out. I'll do it. Or, you know, you can get a new, um, a new unit. So mm -hmm. I don't care. I was like, I was like, I get paid almost the, way. Same, almost the same either way. Like I'm not trying to sell equipment for like 10 times the price or whatever. Some of these people do. Um, yeah. I give them a fair, I give them a fair price on both. So I'm like, I make money this way or that way. Just, you know, pick one. Yeah. So, and that's, that's how it should be for the most part. Like I, you know, if, if someone I've gone after a few companies out there, you know, we go out for a second opinion and then to me personally, bro, if a unit is 20 years old, like to me, it's still young. Like it's still got some life in it. I'm 22 years old. I was born in 2000 <laughs> to me, to me at 20 yeah. years old. Unit is still okay, depending if it has always been maintained. They change your filter, it's not full with gunk, with trash, dust. It's still okay. If it's clean and it's 20 years old, then and then I've had literally someone, a company go out there. It was uh, a bad gas valve, you know, and I remember it was a rud. You know, rud, I love them, the, the 20 year old units, they're so easy to work on. Yeah, uh, and then someone go that there, and they told him, I'm like, yeah, you need a new unit. I go there, it was a bad gas valve. I'm like, I can put a new one in right now for $600. I have Universal on. Or, I, yes, I can sell you a new unit. A new unit, it was an 80% just basic single stage. It was going to be, that was like last year. So I think the price was like five or $5,500. I was like, I can put a new gas valve in. I have Universal on, one on me right now. They ended up actually choosing uh, to replace the unit. But then I still install the gas valve for them just to get them by until we come back. Oh, yeah. We, we do that a lot, too. Like, I'm like, uh, I'll get it, you know, I'll get it going for you. And I carry a lot of uh, uni universal parts on my van just because mm -hmm. it's, it's easier, right? You don't have to stock, you know, OEM for each unit or whatever. But <clears throat> I, I have the universal stuff. I can get it going for them. And then, like, you know, sometimes I, I give them my opinion. I'm like... Everything's repairable, right? You yep. can replace you can replace a coil, you can replace a compressor, you can do whatever it needs. But I'm um, like, you know, if you might want to get ahead of it, especially yep. if you have leaks down the line, like if it's if it was R22 or something, that gets crazy expensive. Oh yeah. And uh, if you want to just you know get ahead of it, you know, get a new unit, something that's more efficient, <clears throat> the refrigerant's cheaper. Even though right now, I think all of them have gone up. Yeah. So bad, but. Uh, yeah, like everything, everything's repairable. Hundred percent. I mean, there is units, you know, from like I've had furnaces like from nineteen, literally sixty-five. You know, where the gas valve is outside and all the controllers, the igniter module is outside. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I see those. I'm like, I'm not touching it. Like respectfully, like it's pretty old. Like I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> um, for that yeah, kind of we... situation, if I put my mind to it, I probably can't get it going. But is it really worth it? Come on. Like, you pushed it. Yeah, sometimes, like, when we come across, like, stuff that that doesn't look in the best shape, you know, I, I don't want to be, even if I'm doing maintenance, right, I, I like to take it apart and clean it and everything. But if if something looks shady, I'm like, I'm not going to touch, I'm not going to touch that part of the unit, of the unit you know? Because you remember, you touch it, you own it. Yeah, so, you know, you got to be uh, careful with the older yep. units. And, uh some of the stuff I see, you know, the, the, they're falling apart. Like when the, when the coil loses all of its fins and stuff like that, I'm like, you, you might want to consider a new unit or, I mean, I can get you a new coil, if, but even then sometimes getting a coil is kind of hard. 
Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. another thing, right? It, it, getting parts, you know, you can't always get them nowadays. No. Surprising, surprisingly, but uh, that's the other thing. You want to wait around a few months for a part. Yeah. Uh, whenever I've heard people, we don't deal with it too much here because, like, like I said, I, I have universal parts, and then like once it gets to like both coils are messed up and compressors sounding bad, you know, they us- usually get a new unit. Mm-hmm. But I've heard some people that are waiting like. I like almost a year for like a part just because they're trying to get I don't know like a coil or something like that um Lennox had that thing going on actually um but I wouldn't say a year the longest I waited for a part and it was just like it was a it was one of the high end like the SL290 I think Lennox Mm -hmm. I literally had a customer wait like six months for an inducer fan motor of course he waited because that thing was like a warranty well, yeah, that's the other, the other thing, the warranty. But, yeah, that's what I've heard. Like, six months around there is usually uh, that's yeah. a long time to wait. And so people think that we're lying to them. And I'm like, hold on. Let me get you the rep on the phone, the one who told me. You can oh, it. yeah. Like, yeah. It is not me. Trust me. I was like, I would love to install the part, get paid, and leave. But it's not on me. Yeah, warranty is different also because we have to deal with – or we don't do it anymore, but we dealt with uh, warranty – and we did warranty work and stuff, and it's like, oh, there's a there's a process. It's, if yep. I could, I would put you, you know, whatever, just to get you by, but I can't. Yep. Angel, yes, bro, $1,200 or $1,000. And ECM, <laughs> call up Lennox tomorrow. True. Call him up tomorrow. Tell him I want an ECM motor. I'll give you the cost. Um, I actually had a customer today. He had a problem with um, his, I don't know if you know, the iComfort. S30 thermostats? I think so. Yeah, those are like the fancy thermostats. Um, and it wasn't communicating. He had the old hub. It was uh, 2015, I think. Yeah. Um, it wasn't communicating. Um, I had a problem like that um, like a few months ago. Actually, I remember I talked to Angel about it too. But this was customer today. Um, and it was just not communicating. You know, the unit is working fine. He can use the thermostat. It will turn the heat. Air conditioning on is fine. It's just not connecting to his phone. So I reset his router, reset the module, um, well, what is it, the smart hub and the thermostat. I reset everything. Uh, check, I have, because for those thermostats you have, uh, they, they work on DC voltage, not AC. So oh. I had 24 volts coming in, 12 volts coming out, everything was fine. And then I just determined that it was the bad smart hub. So I told him, look, man, you don't have a communicating system. You only install this thermostat if you have a communicating system. Other than that, I can install a Honeywell T4 and it will work. You don't need this fancy stuff. Yeah. I was like, do you even use it from your phone? He's like, no, not really. I was like, then why did you pay that much? He's like, I don't know. It looks cool. I was like, okay. Um, and then I called up Lennox. I was like, yeah, hey, uh, is it under warranty? They're like, no, it's not, a war- it's not under warranty. I was like, okay. How much is a new one? My cost, bro, it was like 800 something. And I walked in, just the thermostat and the smart hub. I walked in the customer and I was like, look, man, I don't think you want to do it. So if you don't use it from your phone, he's like, how much is it? I was like, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but my cost is $865. So you can imagine how much I'm going to charge you. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. He's like, <laughs> I'm not going to replace it. I'm just going to keep it. I'm going to walk up to it, adjust the, ther- the temperature. He's like, there you go. So, yeah. And then I, so I walked out with a membership. So. <laughs> Yeah, I've had to rip out 
stuff that like because they re remodeled a lot of uh one of the fast food chains that we have down here and they gave them like all these like wireless or the the fancy thermostats well i don't even think they're fancy somebody told me they're the they're the cheap ones uh the honeywell t9 or t mm, something yeah the, uh, the little um it's like horizontal looking right so it's a white screen them, yeah and they give them like the wireless sensors and all that mm-hmm and I had one location, all three of the thermostats like died. I don't know what, what happened with them. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put what I have on the truck and uh, run you a little. Ther the sensor didn't have to go that far either. I'm like, I'll just run you the sensor real quick. I just wired it in. Like yeah. sometimes the customers, and I think that one has, it probably has like uh, something online too, where you can like check it and stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of customers get those and they don't, they don't even use, you know, they don't even check it online or mess with it. If anything, they want me just to schedule it or whatever, and that's it. What's, uh, you your, need... uh, what's your thoughts on... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, if you need to dip out, you know, just let me know. Okay. Uh, what's your thoughts about the Jumper Kink? I know you made a video about it. What do you think? I like it. Uh, like, I think it's pretty cool. I, I do like it, and I, I, I talked to Robert um, when it first came out. Mm -hmm. And I told them, I was like, dude, that's, I don't know, like some, something about it. I'm like, dude, that's just like a really cool, um, tool. Right. And I, I love that the concept, everything he came out with on it, all the tips, the little case was cool. Like everything. Mm -hmm. I, I liked everything about it. And I told them, you know, I, I, I love what you did with it. Uh, I get some of the backlash. I don't know if you got any comments on it. Oh, like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. I get it. I understand that you don't need it. I understand you have, you you know, your basic jumpers and stuff. But like, it, it's a cool tool, and it's like super simple to use. And I was like, if you're a new tech, this is great for you, right? You mm -hmm. won't short out something. You won't screw up whatever. It has a resettable fuse if you're looking for a short. Yep. I I was really bad about figuring out how to find. Uh, Low voltage, low voltage low voltage shorts for the longest time so like something like this would have been cool so i was like it has its uses and then some some people are like oh like i'm not gonna carry that it's too big and too big. i already have i already have enough stuff on my bag and i'm like it has i have i put a carabiner on mine i'm like i just clip it to my bag yeah and it hangs on the side like it's not a big deal yeah so uh i really liked it i told him so many times that it was a cool little um you know invention that he came up with it and is. uh have you talked to robert or uh yeah the robert Kraft, right yeah 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 i talked to him i talked to him before his other account got shut down or whatever mm -hmm. uh he said he lost it or something i don't know what happened yeah. and he he showed me the the diagrams and all the stuff that he did to come up with it and it it i think they said it took like five years or something yeah, I think they mentioned something like that, or and it or looked, five years. Yeah, and it looked very different uh, from the sketches he showed me. So it yeah. was that's a long process, uh, and I think he says he has more stuff to uh, to work on with them. So hopefully, yeah. uh, he has some cool stuff coming up. Well, look, if it wasn't good, it wouldn't have been selling out like crazy. Almost every that's, place you go to, you know, it's that's sold what out. I. That's what I told. That's what I said. And I, I even put it in one of the captions. I was like, dude, it's selling out for a reason. Like, yeah. And I had people asking me about it and I got it 
I got it a while back. I just uh, I was on back order, mm. so it took me a while to get it. And then even then, I got it like I think I got it in January. I just never had time to use it, and we weren't super busy. Yeah, uh, at least with the AC calls. And then, uh, but I had a lot of requests from people like, "What do you think about it? Uh, can I see a review? Or how do you use it? Or or whatever." So that's why I did the videos. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, to me, it's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna carry it around. Probably yeah. carry it for for maintenance, and if I need to. I don't know if I need to find a short. No, and, don't get uh, me wrong. It's uh, it's not for yeah. If you go to a call right now and then you wanna, you know, it's a bad thermostat. You just wanna jump R to Y, for example. Yeah, it's not gonna. You're not gonna carry the whole thing. Yeah, obviously. But like, it's but, uh, for stuff like it, it can be handy. Don't say it's like I tell people like don't say it's not handy. It's pretty handy. Uh, so many people love it though. They they say they yeah. can't be without it, but. To me, it's like it's like a maintenance thing, uh, too. Mm -hmm. Like where you're checking, like on on this, like I'm doing maintenance this month, but like I'm getting ready for summer, mm -hmm. so I don't. That's all I'm worried about. But like on my next one, it's in between like summer and winter, mm -hmm. so I I might use it to jump out my cooling and my heating, and go back and forth, you know. And then uh, I was I was telling somebody else like. You know, it's cool for that. It's cool for the low voltage shorts. Okay. Um, oh, and I do, I do a lot of commercial. So I see so a lot going of, down, up, up, down. Yeah, but I also see a lot of units that have two, three, four compressors. Mm -hmm. And yeah. sometimes something's not working, and I want to jump out, you know, one by one or, or something like that. So um, I don't know. People don't understand. They just they think they think that they won't use it. It's useless. I'm like, no, like some people need it. Yeah. I can come in handy, man. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. That, and oh, we're waiting on you, man, for your next invention. Man, I I don't I don't know how to build stuff, but like I have some <laughs> ideas. I just I need to write them down. And we'll hmm. see if uh Trade Fox or one of those other ones wants to do anything. I think it'll be great from what you from what I saw. I think it's pretty cool. Well, that uh well, I'm working on a training board. So that's just I think I'm going to I'm going to do videos on that um to help people like troubleshoot. Yeah. And then uh I've been talking to Vito for a few things too cuz like I'm like you guys are missing out on some stuff, you know. I get a lot of questions or when I when I posted that sling backpack or that mm -hmm. sling bag Everybody's like, yeah, I've been thinking about that too, and this and that. And then uh, I got a lot of questions about like, uh, like the torch, the torch totes. Yeah. Like, why isn't there something better? And I'm like, I told Vito, I'm like, look, you guys, you know, you could come in and and take all these things that people want, and and yeah. make them, you know. But we'll see. I want to do the board that you did, um, but I'm also, you know, not the best at it. But I kind of saw an idea. Um, you have, or it wasn't, I saw some of yours and I saw someone else's video. I think it's pretty straightforward. Uh, yeah. I just need to figure out how to wire it. Like I saw a really cool one. Someone had a fan and they had a light. Um, and then another light as the compressor. Mm -hmm. um, he had, I think, two or three relays. Um, yeah, up. I need to, I need to add to mine. I just kind of put it together to make sure it worked and everything. And then, uh. 
I'll add the relays. I want to add like pressure controls. Mm. I want to do one for uh, refrigeration too. So mm. I'm just trying it out uh, and we'll see where, where it goes from there. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions on that, let me know. I, I put it together. I had somebody else on TikTok ask me about it too. Cause I think he was building one too. Mm. So it's all good. I was man. thinking, like, I was thinking of like, should I put relays or I can just put any board and it would work. Oh yeah. That's, that's, I guess that's the, the other thing I wanted to see if I could put a board on there. I don't have any on me, but if I get a hold of one, I can put one on there too. <laughs> uh, right now I just have it, you know, the thermostat little uh, terminal board and a transformer to all my contactors. So, hmm. all right, let me just check the chat real quick. I don't know if anybody had any questions. I know it's getting late. I'll, I'll wrap it up in a minute. HVAC blogger been in the trade for 12 years. Still don't know what I'm doing. You're always learning, man. Uh, Randy, my package unit is 20 years old and only had one major repair, condenser fan motor. Interesting. Oh, and I just wanted to ask you real quick, be, uh, like, do you, do you have any hobbies? Do you do anything like to keep sane? Uh, I know a lot of guys stress out about work and they they might have something that they do as a hobby or to get away from work. Um, I used to love soccer. I haven't played in a while. Soccer. Uh, and I love motorcycles. Uh, I love riding whenever I ha when I have my motorcycle, whenever, anytime I get some free time. Because, you know, I'm stuck in traffic almost the whole day in traffic. Yeah. And then finally I go home, get on my bike. I'm like, hell yeah. Because here also in California, it's legal to split lanes. So I'm like, I'm just doing a hundred between cars. <laughs> yeah. And until that time came and I crashed. Uh, oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, because I, I get that question a lot, too, about the whole stress about work. I'm like, if you if you can, you know, find a hobby or try to separate your work day from, you know, when you get home. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, it's hard for some people. Um, Five minute delay. Real Madrid, bro. Real Madrid. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Uh, what else? I mean, I like to spend time with like uh, family or friends. Um, whether it's just stay at home, chill, go out to a bar, have a few drinks, play pool, um, go to the beach, maybe. That's yeah, it's all good. That's all hobbies. good stuff. That's all good stuff. I'm like, I don't know. When you when you get out of work, you're, you you kind of need to leave it at work. Like, try not to take work home with you. And uh, you know, don't worry about it too much. I'm almost uh, working all day long. Like um, <laughs> after I get home, I'm engineering jobs, um, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like customers. So, I, so I like I said, I love what I do. So I can't go out and like not think of work. Oh yeah, like it, it's gonna cross your mind, or you're gonna, especially more on the on the business owner side. But uh, I'm assuming you get a lot of the responsibilities too, uh, where mm -hmm. you're at. So, yeah. like you said, you got to deal with uh, scheduling or customers after work. Um, I don't schedule the jobs, but I also like I email them quotes, for example, or work on estimates. Oh, okay. Um, stuff like that. I engineer jobs. Let's say I went to a customer house, and then I put an estimate together, 
I got to go home and then engineer it and make sure whatever I'm putting actually it's going to be good for the house, you know? That sounds good. Um, let me see. And what tool bag are you currently rocking? Uh, now I have three, actually. I have the MB2, the MB3, and the tech bag, you know, the big one. Is it the backpack or just the, the regular yeah. one? The, the backpack? backpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the one that I have too. Um, it is, there one that, is there one you recommend? Uh, depends let's, on what you want, you know. Uh, let's say uh, for like a like a new tech. New tech, um, I would definitely rock the MB3. You're not going to have that many tools at the beginning. You're just going to need uh, maybe your impact, a couple of screwdrivers, your uh, multimeter. Maybe you can even put one of the job link you know the field piece probes can fit one of them there yeah that's really all you need to start out with as a technician working for a company that's all you need at the beginning sure yeah the i think my favorite was the mb2 but it's hard to to turn down that mb3 because i i outgrew the mb2 like i couldn't fit yeah. any, anything mm-hmm. in it anymore and when that mb3 came out it was awesome <laughs> the mb3 actually i got you know the straps that you put on the laptop bag I bought one and I I connected it to that. So you like with one strap, you that's how you carry it. Yep. Yeah, that's how I do it too. I I put it across my shoulder, uh, chest, and carry it on the side. Um, I know some guys that like to do the backpack thing, but I I don't know. I was like, I like to keep it simple. Yeah, me too. I actually have them classified. So for example, my MB two, it is small. So what I just put in it. I put a six in one. I have another uh, UEI multimeter. That was the first meter I bought when I started out. I put it there. I have a stubby, a tape measure, and a laser tape measure. So I have that, and I have maybe like other, like um, small screwdrivers and stuff like that. I have that mainly if I'm going on an estimate, meaning someone wants to buy a new unit. I just carry it in case I need um, the screwdriver to take off the, the the panels to see the model number, all this stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the MB3 is just for quick maintenance service calls in and out. Um, it has a multimeter, 6-in-1, nut driver. Um, recently, I put the Jumper King in, a probe from the field piece. What else? Stubby thermostat screwdrivers, a few jumpers. And my big bag, uh, my tech backpack, that has everything that I need to do a repair. Yeah, it's kind of how how I have mine built out. I have the backpack too. Yeah. So like I have a whole bunch of like wrenches and and bigger tools in that one. Mm-hmm. And then I have well, I don't have the MB3 right now. I, I had it, and then uh, um I was testing out the the double XL, the blackout one that they just came out with. Mm-hmm. So I've had that one for a while now, and and I surprisingly I fit a lot of stuff in there. So that's my my everyday like service bag, you know. And then I have the MB2, but I just bought another one that I'm trying out. Um, and I like with the MB2 it was just like like you said, like quick checks. Like I have a, a few like multi tools in there, yep. and like thermometers, you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> is there a is there a tool that you recommend that might be like unique, or I mean, it could be like a probe or or something like that. But like for me, it's it's always going to be the the Klein electrician's ratchet, that little one. Yeah. 
because it has all the tips that you need. Uh, it fits in like great spots. So I, that's the one I always tell people like it's it's one of the must haves in my my tool bag. I don't know if you have a tool like that. Yeah, I have it actually. I know which one you're talking about. I have the same exact one. Oh yeah. Um, and I also what I think my favorite tool is it's gotta be well two of them. Obviously my job link probes for my refrigerant. It has the wireless thermometer. You throw that thing in the grill. It will stick. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it has the clamps for your subcool superheat, and of course the probes. Plus, I love the wireless manometer. Oh, you have the wireless the... manometer. Yeah. Yeah, I have the little. Uh, I put them back in that bag that it came with. I have all the you know my probes, mm-hmm. uh, psychrometers, and the uh, the manometers now. Like, we don't do a lot of gas heating down here, but you mm-hmm. know when I need to. I know you had a. Uh, like you said earlier, you had issues with those, uh, those ultra low, ultra low, things, yeah. The yeah, with the gas, mm-hmm. you know, you what did you, you you had to open them up, or what was there, the gas pressure? Um, that was actually pretty accessible, I guess, compared to ones that I had. Uh, but majority of them, literally, bro, to get a flame sensor, sometimes you need the flexible bit. Plus the ninety, just to get to the screw of the Milwaukee. Oh, sorry, the oh. screw to the flame sensor. Yeah. So they can get nasty sometimes the way that they position them. Um, but yeah, that's what I was using for um, the manometer that I, that I had in the video. That was to check my static pressure, of course, and the uh, gas pressure. All right, man. Good stuff. Um, is there anything you wanna? say before we leave you know any advice uh you want to give out or anything like that um any advice if anyone young or thinking of joining the trade don't do the same mistake that i did and do install first and then (laughs) become a tech like i regret i know i'm young i'm 22 but i still have time to learn install but do install first then jump into service don't do it the other way around um, yeah, I think uh, a lot of the guys that I've talked to and, and some that I've had on here started an install mm-hmm. to get their foot in the door and then learned, you know, a little bit of everything. And then they, they go to service. And that's usually what I hear. Yeah, I kind of at the beginning, I felt really, really bad about myself. Like I saw myself as a failure when I'm do like I never did anything install. You know, a lot of guys I talk to, they tell me, like, oh, yeah, man, you got to do install. If you never did install and you just jumped into service, you have no idea what you're talking about. And and then I talk to, like, really, really successful people who are just service. Some of them are Nate certified. Some of them work for, you know, the big manufacturers out there. And they told me, I, I had no idea that they never did install. And they told me, like, yeah, man, i never done any install my whole life. I was like, an install probably can take me, uh, if I'm doing a furnace, it can take me maybe, like, eight hours, where an install can take me four hours. But the guy is, like, a god in service. Like, he can tell you what's wrong with the unit from the minute he hears it. Oh, okay. So it kind of made me feel a little bit better about myself. But still, you know, I want to get into install. I want to learn install. Yeah, I get I get a little jealous when I see like you know Jeff and all those guys with their awesome yeah. installs. I'm like, man, I I never I never wanted to do it until I started seeing those guys. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, 
And I think, let me see. I have a some questions, but I think we answered them. Uh, somebody just wanted to know like what we can do to bring like younger people on the trade. But I think we're doing that on Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. on all these social platforms. And like yourself, you're, you're only 22 and, and you're already in the trade yep. or you got in the trade young and uh, you're doing, you're doing awesome. Thanks. Um, have you I seen have any, a... have you seen any women in your area in the trade? In my, well, actually, um, we recently hired, uh, uh, a girl in my office, but she's not really a tech. She's a comfort advisor. I mean, she oh, okay. just sells. So she's the only girl that I've met in person, um, in my area. I've met HVAC Jess in Atlanta, but oh, she's not right. in my area. But in my area, I never met any girl that's in the trade. Yeah, I get that question a lot. Like, how can we get younger people in or, or more women in the trade? So it's good to We're see working. that. There is me, actually, and a few other guys. We haven't said anything about it, but it's in the work. We're just waiting for everything to be situated. A few of them are guys that you often know from Instagram. We're teaming okay. up, and we're making something. It's just everything taking a little bit longer than we expected. But eventually, it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be a group of us. We're all young guys that we're gonna be trying to bring young people. We're just waiting for everything to be settled. We're working on the logo, the name. Well, the name is there already. The uh -huh. logo, other stuff, videos, and you know, we have a plan for it. I think it's gonna be great. That's awesome. Like I said, that's a question I get a lot of. So if you guys can tackle that and mm -hmm. and get that that part of the of the trade you know, getting the people in the younger people in it, uh, women, stuff like that. If you guys are doing that kind of stuff, that's awesome. I hope, uh, we see that soon. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, cause like, like even when I talked to, to Curtis from HVAC guy, I don't know if you, if you know, or familiar with him, he's on YouTube. I had him on here, I think last week mm -hmm. and he says the same thing I did. He's, he's a lot older, but, like nobody told us, you know, when we were younger that we could get into the trades or anything like that. It's like, you know, everybody wants you to be a doctor or a policeman or a nurse, <laughs> engineer you know. or lawyer or whatever. Yeah. I was going for engineering, <laughs> uh, electrical engineering. And I was like, I, I had no idea I could go to school for HVAC. And when I saw, and I kind of knew a little bit of the trades cause my dad was an electrician when I was growing up and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I, I didn't care too much for that, but once I saw yeah. HVAC, I was like, Hey, uh, kind of like I'm this sold. one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's great, man. Um, yep. I think I'm going to close up the show. Uh, Sounds good. if you can dip out, or if you want to stay after I ended, you can. All right. Um, well, Adrian, I just want to say thank you for having me, man. This was awesome. It was my first ever live or be a guest on a live. So thank uh, you, man. It was? I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, man. Happy to have you. I'm trying to do this more uh, with more people that, like yourself, you know, are, are relatively young or maybe they don't have a good, uh, like, are you, you going to be posting on YouTube? If TikTok gets banned, I have to look for somewhere else, maybe. <laughs> All right, man. We could, hey, we could use you on YouTube, too. Um, but, yeah. So thanks for everybody coming out. Uh, supporting in the chat. Loved all the conversations. I appreciate you, Adam, for coming on. Uh, it was a great show. Loved hearing about your story. 
And yeah, guys, we're going to wrap this up and I will see you guys. Thank you, sir. Have a good night.